0: Set your phasers to fun and hold on to your funds Let's talk Star Trek, the next generation With Charlie and Megan Shut up, Wesley, you're dumb So come on, set your phasers
1: to fun Welcome back to Set Phasers to Fun, everybody
0: Oh, it's been so long we've been in the desert Uh, Metaphorically speaking
1: It's true, we just a few minutes ago Dropped episode number 16 On the people
0: Oh, this is 17 already. And now we're
1: here recording episode 17.
0: You know what, Charlie? Didn't we figure out last time that our first recording was back in April? We did. So this is November already.
1: Um, It's also true.
0: That's a long time to care about something.
1: Seven months almost. Six and a half months. I've
0: had pets that have lived and died in that time span.
1: And we are still finding things to talk about. I had not. I watched. Uh, I watched an episode this morning, hanging out with Alice, and uh, that was the first episode I'd watched in quite a while.
0: Which one was it?
1: I watched the one that we talked about on the podcast last time that I did not remember, uh, called the Bonding. One of the two uh, dead parent episodes. This is the one where season three, where the little boy's mom is killed on an away team mission.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. And it
1: wharf wants to help him, but kind of doesn't, but it's really about these weird alien energy sources that live on this planet, and they want to become this poor kid's dead mom. Which has got to be just years of therapy (laughs) for him. Because he's like, they're in the room together, and Picard's like yelling at this energy that looks like his dead mom, who he's (laughs) thought has been dead for two years, two days. Uh, Yeah, it's all very disconcerting. Yes. Uh, not to be confused with the one, a very similar looking little kid starts emulating Data because Data saved him from a right. thing.
0: He's all like, I want to be robot. Uh, yeah.
1: That episode episode's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's, it's cute.
1: <laughs> as far as dead parents go, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> pretty adorable.
0: I've been, I'm right in the middle of the reunification part one and two oh, yeah. the Spock episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But they dress up as Romulans. Data and Spock dress up as Romulans. And they're like, this will fool them. We look exactly the same, only with eyebrows now. Right. (laughs) And they go to the planet.
1: Like, no, no, we're from town's over. Of course you don't know (laughs) us.
0: (laughs) Our regional accent is... Don't all Romulans sound like British people? Who are supposedly French?
1: Was that before or after Troy got... Shanghai to turn it into a Romulan.
0: Mm, I think that's before.
1: Okay. Because she would have been a really good boy, if that had happened after, she would have been a good candidate to do that.
0: Yeah, I really want to um, go to a thrift store or garage sale and find a gray quilted bedspread and then pay someone to turn it into a Romulan <laughs> outfit for me. I'm like, how can I get how can, how can I wear a, metall- a pewter colored quilted Bedspread as a jacket with like giant shoulder pads and three quarter length sleeves.
1: I know exactly what my fan fiction episode's gonna be. <clears throat> yes? Enterprise, this is the cold open. They find a uh, Robin Warbird too close to whatever moon or whatever it is. They pull up to it. They open a hailing frequency. There's a Robin with his back turned to the camera. He turns around. It's Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> And he's modified his uh, his Romulan uniform to have those three colored stripes on them as well. <laughs> I'll teach you guys to make fun of me. I gave them all the schematics for all the ships.
0: He's there with Romulan Tasha Yar.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: All the cast-offs. Yep.
1: And he tries to... And Ensign uh, uh, Ashley Dutt is the only one who can... She promises to make out with him, and, he, he, and then Picard has him shot.
0: Yeah, and then, right at the last minute, she reveals her rubber mask face, and she's really Ensign Somalia Gomez. Oh. So you're like, what? All the Ensigns! And then she bobbles coffee on him, and then that un- un- foils him.
1: Um, I feel like this could be my life's work, Megan.
0: <laughs> this is your opus. Yeah. It's what you're going to be known for.
1: Exactly. I'm sorry. It was an honest mistake. I apologize. Well, we would normally do our listener mail first, but there has been a piece of Star Trek universe shaking to the core news that we have to address.
0: Let's address it today. And that,
1: of course, is the announcement that there's going to be a new Star Trek TV series premiering January 2017 on CBS.
0: It's now. <clears throat> it's, it's right now. It's it's November 15. That's correct. Okay, so we have a little bit of time, right? Right. To pitch to pitch our Wesley as Romulan episode.
1: The worrisome thing about them for me is the guy who wrote the last two Trek movies is kind of the guy on it. Right. Um, not to say that they're bad movies. I just I don't think they share the kind of Star Trekian qualities I enjoy.
0: Do we have any? sort of information as to is this gonna be a, a uh, enterprise esque you know prequel or is it gonna be do we do we know when in the timeline or is it gonna be like a canon reboot there is like the Star Trek movie?
1: There is no information. N- Ugh, not an horrible. not an inch of information. I know they're gonna make the T V show.
0: Yeah, I you know, I can't I can't get excited yet. I mean we'll see. I I, I I just feel like you know my heart is the secret garden and the walls are very high. Like I don't want to risk it.
1: You know how last episode we were talking about um, Nicholas Meyer and you were turned off because he was wearing a scarf in a photo.
0: Yeah, uh-huh, I, sure. I'm having a
1: similar feeling about Alex Kurtzman right now, looking at his IMDb photo.
0: Does he wear? Is he wearing a scarf? No,
1: he's just. I don't know. It's
0: Alex Kurtzman. Oh, sure. Well, he's just got a face that smacks of smuggery. Sure he's got the whole
1: <laughs> which is what Star Trek's all about. Real real <laughs> smug ironic detachment. That's that's why we love Star Trek so much.
0: Uh-huh. Sure. Yes. He's all like I paid for these glasses with my future money. He was born on September 7th,
1: 1973.
0: Yes. Uh-oh. He's a producer and writer known for the Transformers, uh-huh. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Yikes! Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yikes! I mean, Spider-Man Two was. Mm, well, no, none of this has given me a lot of.
1: No, I I'm looking through his, uh, The Island, The Legend of Zorro, Transformers, Transformers: Resent- oh. Revenge of the Fallen, Watchmen. Yikes! Oh, he did it! Ugh. Eagle Eye. Hawaii
0: Five O reboot? I don't know.
1: Cowboys
0: and Aliens. Aish, uh, fringe, okay, uh, lot. alias, I mean, alias is good, but I don't know,
1: yeah, so put us down as worried, looks- but we're not, yeah, we're not, we're, we're not shutting the door,
0: well, I mean, if I'll give it a shot, I'll give it the old college try, I'm not a monster, sure, I've just been burned in the past.
1: He he used to write with a guy named Roberto Orsi, and they don't write together anymore, so I wonder what happened.
0: Yeah, sure. Orsi. He uh he's no Morsi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: another another one for the KLS pile.
0: <laughs> he hit the floor, see? <laughs> Biggles!
1: Megan, the question I want to pose to you...
0: Yes, Charlie?
1: We are put in charge of the Star Trek reboot. Okay. Obviously, this is how... The, if, if we subscribe to the multiverse theory, we have been.
0: Oh, of course. Naturally.
1: And we've already done it, and we're going to yeah. do it in a hundred years and everything. Yeah, sure. What would our what's, our... what's our show? Do we reboot? Do we go into the future? Do we go into the past? Do we go into concurrent time with another crew, not the Enterprise? Mm. Does it have to be an Enterprise? Does it... Could it be... Is it a spinoff? You know, I know that Dorn... Michael Dorn was trying to get a Captain Wharf show going, and this probably makes that not a thing. He has not... That's correct. He has not commented on it.
0: Yeah, that's probably no good. I think I would probably... You know what I would do? is i would set it after next gen uh-huh in such a way that the next gen people could come on and it wouldn't be straining the limits of credulity right so it i'm maybe i would set it 25 years after next generation finish
1: okay like like now
0: yeah exactly um, so this way, like, so when the characters come on and they're all, like, 25 years older, that makes sense. That's about right. Right. Okay. And that way I wouldn't have to use the old crew, but I could.
1: Yeah, you're on record as being anti-old crew appearing in TNG. Is it just because you don't yep, like old right. the old crew, or is it uh, a continuity thing?
0: I think um, it's because the episodes when the old crew show up are always stupid.
1: Okay. Yep. And Fair And enough. I'm
0: like, listen, I, like I can st- swallow the holodeck. I can swallow, uh, you know, all the space nonsense. All the MacGuffinry, but are you really gonna maybe swallow the, you know, Bones is still alive? Like, come on. Come on. He was a cranky old man in the original show.
1: That begs the question, who would be the racist member of the TNG cast that would appear. Who would be. Oh. Would Beverly inherit the racist. <laughs> calling somebody boy? Like some, calling Data's, Data's progeny boy or something?
0: Um, well, let's see. Who has the most inflexible worldview? Candidate A, Worf. Yep. Candidate B, Beverly. You know it's not Troy.
1: No, definitely not.
0: No. She's as open minded as they come. And you know it's not Data either.
1: Can't be racist. Yeah. How about uh, a Romulan Yar?
0: Oh yeah, sure. Ooh, here's a spinoff. All right, Captain Worf, Romulan Yar. They're in retirement. Uh huh. So it's like an empty nesters thing.
1: Uh huh. Solving crimes on Risa.
0: Yeah, they get they get a. Uh... Adjacent condos—they don't even realize it. They retire to Risa, they buy a condo, but the condo like shares a wall, and they're like, "Who shares this wall?" And they're like, "Who's moved my potted plant?" Oh, it was Romulan Yar. I thought I told you.
1: And then, then those Riker appearances, Riker guest spots would be so organic. Oh man, yes. Like he could knock on the door and go, "I just needed to borrow a cup of Tamerian sugar or whatever."
0: Oh yeah.
1: And that would be. It would seamless.
0: He would be like Larry on Three's Company.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is this shows right in itself. The
1: Kramer of Riza. <laughs> Here's a very quick aside about Riker. Um, in the bonding episode I just watched, um, Riker intimates that he had sex with the dead lady to data. And it's real weird and I don't know why they did it because Data comes up to Riker after this lady has died and says, how well did you know, Lieutenant? Whatever. And he says, we spent some time together. I was like, oh, no. What? Why? Why are you?
0: <laughs> to all the girls I've boned before.
1: <sighs> I wonder if um, the mom just gave her gave the son, you know, some... I don't know. I guess the holodeck doesn't take credits. What do you, how do you get kids... I guess you just go, go hang on the holodeck, kid, while I bow in the first officer.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's like a ton of holodeck babysitter programs. Sure. I bet that's the first... Pro- no, the first program any ever, anybody ever made for the holodeck was a porn program, and the second one was a babysitting porn program.
1: Yep. Never the twain shall meet.
0: And the third one was, like, a Tybo,
1: And then the fourth was the murder calisthenics.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And then Barkley showed up. And then Barkley showed
0: up. <laughs> he was like, how can I conf- combine all of these into one?
1: All right, so is this the Enterprise... What are we on, F?
0: Yeah, I guess it would be F. Or G. Maybe <laughs> F was, like, something happened. Maybe
1: it's G, and they... Um, yeah, maybe they're on the hunt. Maybe that's what it starts with.
0: Where happened to Enterprise F. I feel like the lesson of Deep Space Nine, for me, is that I really only want to see the flagship crew. Like, I don't know if I want to see the scrappy underdogs and right. the dirt and the misery and the pain.
1: What if it's F and they're after... Like, all the original people have disappeared. Yeah. So you've got, like, Riker is on his own ship or whatever. So, But, like, yeah. you know... Data's missing. Jordy's missing. Yeah. Crusher. Data's in
0: trouble. Data, you can't bring Brent Spiner back because it's—he's too old now. Yeah, couldn't do it. I don't
1: know. Makeup, so, like, makeup and computers these days might be able to. Yeah, maybe. He might have to, you know, go to the gym. Yeah. I'm not saying Brent Spiner's fat. I'm just saying.
0: I'm just, age does a number on us all.
1: Yeah, yeah, gravity.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, hard to. Be an Android and live forever.
1: Uh, (laughs) Um, All right, cool. Uh, So we're—I agree about the flagship crew. I think that's uh,
0: yeah. Because if we want to see like a scrappy piece of, you know, space junk barely surviving, I'll just watch Battlestar Galactica reboot. Thank you very much.
1: Sure. Or like your your precious Firefly.
0: Or my precious beloved, gone too soon, Firefly. Exactly right. Yeah. You know what, Charlie?
1: I don't want to hear anything about the Cardassians or the the bad guys from Deep Space Nine. I don't care. <laughs> I want them going to a different planet every week and solving mysteries and getting shit. Done. I want
0: them I like them when they wrestle with ethical dilemmas. I want an ethical dilemma show. Sure.
1: What sci-fi is supposed to be about?
0: Yeah, Social of issues and big, big thoughts. Yeah. Because that's also what holds up. When I watch the Star Trek shows now, like the ones that hold up are the like ethical dilemmas. Right. Oh, which reminds me about Ensign Ro, because you know who's the actor who played Ensign Ro?
1: Michelle Forbes.
0: Michelle Forbes, right? So she was on Star Trek before she was Ensign Roe. She was on the episode with um, the guy from MASH. Yep. David Ogden Steers. Yep. Right. Where that Charles. where Loxana Troy Yeah. Charles Winchester. Yeah. Where Loxana Troy was, like, dating Charles Winchester, and then Charles Winchester's like, oh, I have to kill myself now that I turn 65, because that's my way. And Loxana Troy's like, your way's dumb! And then had convinced him not to kill himself, and then Michelle Forbes is like, why do you spit your in the face of our ways, dad? And so convinces him to kill himself. Right. Like, that's an awesome episode, it's full of ethical dilemmas about, like, old people. And... Michelle Forbes is in it. And then they're like, you know what? Let's recycle those eyebrows bring her back for Anson Rowe. Boom. No one will remember. And no one would because it's like before DVRs and stuff.
1: That is a lesson to all you actors out there. If you get cast in a small role, you you make nice, you do your job, maybe you get called back to do a bigger piece.
0: Yeah, that's right. Groom those eyebrows. Keep them, keep them sharp.
1: Keep ready your, to keep your updo braids in order
0: yeah you're ready to go here is I have a question I just watched this answer the very first answer row episode Charlie and I have a question yep. help me figure it out sure so that episode answer row shows up and she's a rebel right they're like ooh we've sprung her from jail so she's gonna help us on this mission and she's like a rebel and she's all like uh rolling her eyes like oh I don't want to be here like yawn yeah and she shows up and Riker's like you're not regulation uniform. You gotta take that fancy jewelry out of your ear, Ro. And so she does. She's like, oh, you're the worst, and takes it out. But yet, nobody seems to have a problem with Worf wearing his mighty, you know, bandolier. Do we ever get any kind of clarification on the Wharf bandolier jewelry?
1: No, I don't think he, that's ever mentioned. His it, beauty
0: pageant sash, his this, metal beauty pageant sash. No one has ever been like... Why? What's up? Does he
1: ever wear, does he wear that when he dresses like a Klingon?
0: You know what? That's a great question. And it evolved, right? Season one, it's more of like a, a chain mail fringe thing. And then it becomes, in season two, it becomes like a, more of a plate armor sash. Right. But it um, seems kind of double standardy in Riker, to be like take your earring out. Oh, but this guy can wear his sash all the time.
1: Yeah, that's you know. that's uh that's not incorrect. I think that's uh I, I would
0: Miss Klingon. He won the Miss Klingon pageant and now he gets to wear it all around.
1: I would bring that up to HR.
0: Boom. I hope that's what they opened the pilot of the new show with. These continuity errors. Just like, a we long need to discuss this.
1: Just a long correction of everything we didn't like about the show. <laughs> maybe the first like three seasons or that and then
0: oh, what if the whole show is taken from the perspective of joe piscopo in a nursing home and it's like he zooms in on his eyeball and then we go into the world so it's like the whole show is is in the is the dream of an aging frail joe piscopo Holodeck joe piscopo
1: or real yeah. jersey joe piscopo
0: Really, you, you, what's uh, are we splitting hairs here? Are there different? That's you're true. I'm in qualitative favor. Qualitative difference. I'm in
1: favor either way. I just wanted to know what we're greenlighting.
0: <laughs>
1: ha! Ha! No, you so high. I do want to see old Wesley, like old Wesley, but he's still annoying. In fact, he's only gotten—he's learned how to become more annoying.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Ooh, how about this? How about this? Wesley has broken up with the traveler. Oh. Like they got divorced. And he's like, ugh, this is the worst four eons of my life. I don't want to talk about it. You know, you think you know somebody. And so Wesley's this bitter divorcee. And he buys a condo on Ryza. And little does he know, he shares a wall with Captain Worf, Romulan Yar, and, you know, notorious Will. I am. I love it. I think that Wesley should be recast and be played by Martin Starr. No, Wesley I may know best of all. Our friendship, our long talks.
1: No, please.
0: Have your favorite wish, my young friend. You're ten years older. A man. Hey, Wes. Not bad. It's too soon for this. If this is because your mother objects.
1: No. What, um, let's see, what classic TNG bits or storylines would we like to see revisited? What are some callbacks we could do?
0: Well, the nanites. The nanites the could come nanites back. Here it here turns here. out that they have retired to Risa, And they oh.
1: <laughs> 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 And they all walk around in a trench coat together.
0: It's beautiful. Yes. And they try to buy beer. And they're like, you're not old enough. And they're like, oh... Why didn't the nanites Human? ever
1: go... Why didn't they use the nanites to attack the Borg? They could have They could have destroyed the oh Borg. Oh
0: god. Chemical warfare is what that is.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh what if Keiko and O'Brien's uh, kid is now like a young ensign on this show? Yeah.
0: Oh, good. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a, What was her name? Didn't she have a name? What was it?
1: Oh, they argued about it.
0: Yeah, because she they were like, We're gonna name him after my father. No, we're gonna name it after my father, but it was a girl. Her name is like Molly or
1: I'm on the uh, wiki right now. The Star Trek Wiki. Um, and I just I just was scrolling down her thing and having it upon the sentence Keiko made some crab rolls for Dr. Bashir as he worked to find the cure for Odo's morphogenic virus. <laughs> That's the entirety of the paragraph.
0: <laughs> I made New you some paragraph. crab rolls.
1: Yeah, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Somebody thought that was important, and they're like, "I'm getting on I'm gonna start an account on the Wikipedia.
0: I'm gonna fire up my prodigy account. <laughs> I'm gonna set my modem to connect to fun. <laughs> i say your modems to fun Ahxon Reese bla arnik, Karnik.
1: Uh, oh Alexander is someone that could be in the show
0: You're you're kind of leaning toward like a Muppet Babies approach Like the next next generation
1: well, I'm but talking like guest stars The kids, like the kids, stars. Like the kids of and, all the
0: people uh, <laughs> Molly O'Brien and Alexander And no, let's just, say Riker and Deanna have a kid Because then they, they yeah. ended up together Yep
1: yeah. Well, I think it's just, um, like, in passing. Like, there may be one episode. Okay. (laughs) It's very much, that's the uh, Bones
0: It's not like, Saved by the Bell, the new class. It's not like that. No. Yeah, okay, good. That's that's probably for the best.
1: And also maybe that little girl that had the imaginary friends?
0: (laughs) What if it was all three of the people who won the science fair that Picard had to give a tour to, the three kids, and then they got stuck and they had to...
1: That's the whole series? Them like as...
0: You're going to be the science officer in charge of potatoes or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young yeah. kid. Now, what if they all kind of burned out? What if they fizzled out? That was their peak. What if oh. they peaked at eight years old?
0: Boy, who hasn't peaked at eight? Uh,
1: and then the show's just about them being bitter, kind of starkly <laughs> flameouts. outs <laughs> They're still coasting on saving Picard's life. <laughs>
0: I got. You want to see my award? No, we've seen it. We've seen it. Thank you. <laughs> I won an award. Look.
1: Is Inson Roestle in Starfleet, or do you think she's? Uh...
0: You know what? I think she probably pe- perished in a bar fight.
1: Okay. All right. That's I th- fair.
0: I think she got into it with. Who, who were who were the people oppressing the. The Bajorans. Oh, it was, was Cardassians.
1: Cardassians. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she she perished in a Cardassian brawl.
1: What's Q up to? Could we have Q on the show? We should. John totally Blancy have... does not look like John. Does not look like Q anymore?
0: No, but Q can take any form and shape.
1: It's true. You could recast him.
0: You. We should recast him as only Judy Greer. <laughs> Judy Greer. Wouldn't she be a fabulous Q? Yeah, I, maybe. Oh come on! She'd be sprightly. She'd be funny. She'd be a, a mischief maker.
1: I don't know if she's as mischief makery as old JDL is.
0: I don't know. She's pretty mischiefy on Arrested Development.
1: That's true. That's true. Say
0: goodbye to these, Michael. Say goodbye to these, Riker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bet Riker's a pretty cool divorced dad.
0: Oh, yeah, totally.
1: If he he and Dee are not
0: together anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, of course they're not. Obviously right. they're not. And yeah, he's a totally cool divorce dad. Riker's playing trombone, living his his job as a captain.
1: Do you think that he uh, calls her Imzadi all spitefully? Imzadi.
0: <laughs> no, you know what? I think they have a really evolved relationship. They're like, we had our moment, it's passed. Then we had it again, now it's passed again.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of bitter divorce in Star Trek times.
0: Well, Riker, he's like, um, you can't cage this tropical feathered bird that is my soul. No, no. I, got, I got chicks to bang. I bet Picard has retired from Starfleet and is now like in the diplomatic core.
1: Yeah, I, bu- I believe that. I will bet a R- Riker is, and there's a straight line drawn Magna P.I. Hawaii Riker, Risa then you've got Jordy's his guy, his guy, his friend of the helicopter. Oh, I love DJ. it.
0: Who would be his stuffy butler? Who is actually Ma- his?
1: Maybe that was the collector guy, that tried to collect data.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Or maybe data is the kind of handler guy.
0: Yeah, I love this idea. Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, he needs a Higgins.
1: University of Texas alumni like you and I.
0: Hey hey him. Hey.
1: That's right. That was an unexpected uh, display of school spirit.
0: I saw, I, sometimes it takes takes over. <laughs> it comes out like it like you know how some people like they have a cold sore and they just like break out into cold sores every once in a while. That's how I am with my school spirit. Just yeah. I have like a breakout on my lip. Hook 'em.
1: And you do the the horns and all that. I did. Yeah, there it is. I did. Shut up, Wesley. Guys. Thank you for joining us in this breaking news edition of Set Faces to Fun.
0: Super excited. Hey, you should write in with some (laughs) listener mail.
1: I thought you were really gonna nail him with some, you know, like a a nice little bow tie. (laughs) But you just said, you just said, yep. (laughs) Which is fine, because that's what I do most of the time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I would, I agree 100%, Megan. Why don't people write in
0: I think because they're busy and they have lives and they think that we're too um, important to uh, uh, bother. But that's just not true. Yeah. We make time for the true fans. Yeah, we do. We, d- we get off our yacht and answer the Twitters.
1: We'll like we'll like every single Twitter reply to us.
0: We, l- we love it.
1: We don't have time. We we, we could not do that. That's right. Um, oh, um... We did have a tweet reply. We did? What, uh, Bryce Defer wrote in, um, right before Halloween. We haven't recorded since then, Bryce, so that's so not why we haven't, uh, done it. Um, what, he says, what are you dressing for as Halloween?
0: Oh, what did you dress as?
1: Um, I was, uh, Larry Middleman from Arrested Development, aka The Surrogate.
0: Ah, oh, beautiful.
1: That's I found wonderful. I a hat. It's somewhere around uh, it said surrogate on it and I got a little camera A little earpiece
0: <laughs> That's uh, Alice.
1: Awesome. W- Alice was a sandwich
0: That was adorable uh,
1: And uh, Lauren was a chef
0: I went as an exhausted parent who went to bed early
1: I was in bed At 9 o'clock
0: I went as uh, A middle aged white lady Who wears a Wesley Crusher hoodie And then hands out candy and goes to bed
1: uh, did your kids dress up
0: they did uh my son went as a minecraft person not steve i know i'm about to get a bunch of like whose name's steve no morons not steve he went as some some other person named hero brian or something like that who apparently doesn't even exist in minecraft just in minecraft lore i don't know it's really deep cut nerd stuff so he went as some Minecraft person and then my daughter went as an electric butterfly, which is as adorable as it sounds.
1: I don't know anything about Minecraft. I for the longest time I thought it was the Minesweeper game. I thought it was like a new 3D <laughs> version of that, but it is apparently not.
0: You're <laughs> like the bombs around here somewhere. Click 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 I got three flags on this side. Click 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 click.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, but the kids love it, I know that much. They
0: love they love it. They love finding the bombs.
1: So yeah, if you would like us to talk about anything on the air, we'd love to hear from you. We are at setphaserspod on Twitter. We are setphasers to funpod at com. We're on Facebook. We're not on Instagram, but we could be. If you'd like us to start an Instagram account, <laughs> send in your suggestions for a handle.
0: Then we can get some live pictures and stuff.
1: If you'd like to collaborate on a fan fiction script about... Wesley becoming Romulan. We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> if you're in charge of hiring us for the reboot, or re- <laughs> you know, the new series, we're all about it.
0: Think of all the fun we'll have.
1: This has been episode 17, guys. We'll be back soon.
0: Nice job, episode everybody. Episode 18. High fives and all Bye. Right, bye.
1: Bye. Welcome to Ryza. All that is ours is yours.
0: We are looking for the lodging chamber of Captain Jean-Luc Picard.
1: A file scan reveals no record of a Captain Picard currently visiting Risa.
0: When is he expected to arrive?
1: There is no arrival date on file for any such individual.
0: Could we have been mistaken?
1: He will come.